Okay, welcome back to the Entity Talks podcast uh, and today's guest, uh, a long-awaited guest. <laughs> She's name. Her name is Brenda, aka Kupto Mom, um, DeFi and NFT advisor expert. Uh, she's gone from a former banker to being a heavyweight in the NFT space and DeFi space. So um, I'm happy to have you on. Uh, I know you've been doing a lot of interesting things, Brenda. Thank you so much, Sean. I'm really finally thankful that I'm able to actually make time. And, you know, I mean, we talked before, you know, yeah. last year. It was a great conversation. And then next thing I know, um, everything went uh, bonkers when my interview with Business Insider found out I was uh, leaving my traditional banking job to go crypto full time. So, yeah, that, that's that's really interesting. You know what? Before normally what I do, Brenda, is I normally do like, OK, I'll introduce yourself, an introduction about you and whatnot. But what yeah. I want to do is I'm changes last minute. Um, I, I read your tweet, your pin tweet. So I want to read that out. So anyone that already follows you already, okay, they might yeah. already. But anyone that doesn't follow you, I want to just kind of read it out. So they, I think it just kind of gives a good perspective of where you come from to what this has done for you. So um, it says, my biggest flex this year was walking away from my banking career of 16 years to go into crypto full-time, retired my parents, and now my goal is to retire my siblings and get them working for themselves. NFTs and DeFi are breaking down general curses of poverty. Now, I think that's an amazing story for you, but it's amazing in general. Um, a powerful message uh, to what is going on now and the possibilities. So, um, on the back of that, I'd like you to kind of like introduce yourself and say where you come from, and then leading to getting to here. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, that tweet, when I sent it out, it was just a Saturday afternoon. Next thing I know, my daughter says, mom, your tweet went viral. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was really unexpected. And I mean, I was thankful that uh, the NFT and the DeFi space actually, um, they have been very welcoming. The, that's the most, the best space I've been in, in, in all of, in all of um, Twitter. So I... I actually was a traditional banker for 16 years. I have, that's where my, my, uh, that was my career. I was going to retire at 62 or 65, like most people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I actually, so back, I'm going to go back and I use the word actually a lot. My daughter says, mommy, use actually on every sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get used to it. We'll get used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> I grew up in Kenya. I spent 18 years of my life in uh, in Kenya, and um, mm. at 18, I went to uh, an ex foreign exchange program to Germany. In Germany, I met my husband, who's the lover of my life. We've been married 24 years. Um, we have we had our, both our children in Germany. He was based in Germany. He was a soldier mm -hmm. in Germany, so um, we lived there for 10 years. I speak fluent German for those that don't know I express okay. Deutsch <laughs> <laughs> is that GM in German <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm um I'm multilingual uh, English German Swahili you know Luya is my mother language so um I love that and my parents actually they live in London they live um they live not too far from it's not Kent is it um you know the name has disappeared out of I'm, my head i'm from birmingham so i mean i know london but i wouldn't be able to kind of like pin the dots together there's how you wear his wear so i'm the wrong person to ask <laughs> so yeah oh, in, Lon in london uh, hello hello so my oh, brother hello. Is in okay hello. my brother okay. my brother is in hello and my parents are not too far away from okay. there but anyway, cool. so i have my family in england as well um mm -hmm. I just know they change addresses, so I didn't know where they are. The last one I haven't been since 2019. But anyway, to cut a long story short, I got into crypto via my daughter, uh, who went to study computer science and just decided computer science had too many um, white dudes, and she didn't feel like she belonged. So I'm just gonna mm. veer off and do something else. Um, but she she liked the arts as well. So she likes computer science. She likes the technology, but she just wanted it to be a little bit more fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and I kept telling her, I, I, for me, technology was so important because I see it as a very disruptive 
way, I mean, a way to bring young people, underrepresented minorities into uh, industries or into positions that we would never actually have if we did go through that route. So I pushed her through STEM, I pushed her sister through STEM, both my daughters were in STEM classes. Um, so that was disappointing when she told me she didn't like computer science. Um, I was like one of those African moms when, you know, have you ever watched those Nigerian movies where, you, you know, they collapse? <laughs> With the music in the background, it's all dramatic. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like why are you doing this to me? I've worked so hard. I, I, I just want you to just pay me back for my years of putting you through college. Like, just say yes to computer science. I'm glad she actually decided she's hard-headed like her mama. So Okay. Yeah, so she decided, um, uh, actually, she came back to San Antonio, tried computer science at a different college, and uh, she, she started looking at blockchain technology. And when she looked at blockchain technology, she was looking at, she, we weren't even thinking about Bitcoin in terms, when, when she was researching blockchain technology, she just saw how disruptive it was going to be. And she saw industries in Kenya um, that were adapting, I mean, a blockchain technology in agriculture. Mm -hmm. um, at that time, they weren't even talking about the arts. There was just, you know, for Bitcoin and for mining and uh, different aspects that, you know, that it was going to disrupt. And she says, mom, uh, you're in finance, but you definitely need to look into blockchain technology. So that's how the whole thing started and when i started biting i did not stop i did not stop i, went, I kept going <laughs> so Brenda, do, you, you, do you kind of like thank yourself because you pushed her into computing that she kind of pushed herself out to it to give you that advice to go into blockchain to you ending up here so it's still your doings wasn't it <laughs> it was still my doings it was still me being my an african mom like <laughs> You're going to find something in technology. I don't know what you're going to find. Because, you know, the thing is, Sean, you got to think about it. In the 80s, when the computer was, you know, started, we were in Africa. We had no idea about computers until even into the early, early, early 90s when the internet was, you know, mm -hmm. when the internet came about. And when the internet came about, we had no idea until in the 2000s. So we had that 10-year difference where we are always, catching this news very late, this disruptive te technology in Africa or in other areas that we were always 10 years behind. So mm. for me to find out about blockchain technology right at its core, even though I missed out on Bitcoin in 2009, I was like, I can still take advantage of the technology. And one guy that I really, had, you know, was watching all his YouTube videos was Vitalik, obviously the founder. Yes, I think he's Ethereum. a genius. The founder of Ethereum and I just went really I just delved into it and dug into it. And I said, oh my God, I know Bitcoin is disruptive, but Ethereum is going to about to blow people's minds. Yeah. So that's how I went into it. And uh, thinking from, I mean, I was taking fiat classes and learning, of course, in banking, it's boring how fiat came about. It's been about for the last hundred years. I'm like, y'all need something new. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me ask you, Brendan, so what, okay, based on, obviously you got, been in banking for 16 years you you've obviously got banking friends mm -hmm. now what just it's interesting to hear what kind of conversations i had based on what you're doing now or is everyone warming towards the idea or everyone's a bit like hmm, just put, putting their nose up to the to what crypto is and nfts and whatnot yeah let me tell you what it's been it's been interesting um so at first i was just i spoke about nfts i because they don't know what NFTs are. So I was telling them something, things they don't, because if you tell them crypto in banking, you're doing training that's telling you crypto is used for money laundering. They still, you know, tell you, be leery. And I'm over here sending, when I started, I was actually moving my, my crypto from Coinbase to my bank. And I was like, I'm gonna be smart about it. I'm not moving it to my bank because they're gonna start wondering, oh, where is she getting all this crypto from? Yeah. Um, and they're going to start thinking, oh, it's, you know, because they just think it's used for illicit stuff and they don't have any idea that it's just, it's, it's you know, it's money that is, you know, that comes from, you know, high APY or from mistaking or from me finding out different tokens. So I didn't tell my, my, um, my co-workers, I just yeah. told them my daughter, my daughter and I started a company. <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain what it is? It's just bringing in money. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it brings in good money. And when I told my manager I was going to, um, I was putting in my two-week notice, she said, are you sure? 
Are mm. you going to be okay? I say, yeah, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be really okay. So the news article hit all of them by surprise. All of them. Okay, yeah, so what... my banking, uh, my the directors were actually having meetings. <laughs> Did you all know she was into crypto? <laughs> oh, gosh. So they say, yeah. talk, the talk of the town, but, but yeah. I'm looking into crypto. Um, when Obviously, you, you told your introduction to crypto and the blockchain technology, but when did you actually come across NFTs? Uh, and did you understand it straight away based on your 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 knowledge pre before, like for, for blockchain and crypto? Or would you, did you still have to kind of think, okay, it's I understand it, but you had to dig a bit more? It was a, it was a rough... Uh process 2020 when i went in uh deeply into i just started with coinbase everybody has yeah. coinbase so i was into coinbase but my daughter and her nerd friends she's got her nerd friends um uh they were getting into altcoins and you know 2020 was DeFi summer right yeah yeah uh their tokens like the ones under kranje was uh um was launching which was young finance that eventually made a lot of millionaires uh, a lot of my daughter's friends became millionaires from that uh token mm. and they and, and i said okay i'm i'm bored with coinbase can you guys speak help me fix my my stuff up so i can uh, get me a wallet so i can also get this altcoins and you know these young people they kind of uh, they look at you like mama you sure you know you, you know what you want to get <laughs> Are you sure you want to get in those telegrams? Because they be vulgar sometimes. I'm like, I'm getting those telegrams and I'm going to say I'm crypto mom because my daughters are both here. <laughs> so <laughs> I just I just used to, um, they would tell me a token mm-hmm. about a token that's about to launch. And they would be surprised that I'll be in the telegram before they even get in. <laughs> They're like, oh, my mom's in that telegram. Oh, then my daughters will be like, I'm not getting in that telegram because my mom's in there. <laughs> <laughs> so were you active clearly i mean so what makes what you think is different is it you reckon it's because you come from a banking background you're interested into finance already that makes you look into crypto because i'd say they uh, i'm generalizing here so this is not me saying but mm-hmm. if speaking to when i speak to my mom she ain't interested in trying to learn about crypto she might go oh would you know about it so on yeah. i trust you can you do this to me and so on but she isn't diving yeah. in herself and trying to learn new technology and what an nft is and how the blockchain mm-hmm. works why are you doing it is it is it just a case of that's your interest or <laughs> and then to and i'm it's funny that you say that because uh i was on twitter spaces yesterday and one one of the guys who's done really well made yeah. six figures with nfts he said he tried to explain it to his mom and he's like his mom don't even want to hear it a lot of moms i hear are being i'm being told they just are not you know because we are so used to what we do we don't like change we're really stuck in our ways well when my daughter presented it to me um my my traditional mind went straight to 20 years from now i started thinking the possibilities of 20 years from now we're not going to see banknotes a lot especially when COVID happened and um people are like oh you know they're not you know you have to you, you have to wear a glove to give someone a banknote and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And I was like, why are they doing that? Don't they know about digital currencies? You really just need to send it via your wallet. So I was thinking 20, 30, 40 years ahead mm-hmm. um, as a, because of my banking mindset. So for most people who are not with, maybe because they don't have that finance background, they're not thinking that far ahead. So that's what made me just be like, okay, you know what? I'll just be that grandma who's going to be doing uh, crypto <laughs> in the next 20 years when all grandmas don't know what crypto is. I'm going to be that one. Um, but yeah, so I got, in fact, the person who told us about NFTs um, was a friend in 2020. He was telling us to get CryptoPunks back then at $300. I was like, I really don't like how those things look. So yeah, I don't care. I mean- it's it's hindsight, isn't it? It's all good saying at the time. You, I couldn't understand where you thought would have you would have thought at the time. Like, so you can't really kick yourself in the foot for I that. I actually did kick myself. <laughs> okay, just I, a little bit. Don't give yourself a hard buy, time. Yeah, I had the opportunity to buy CryptoPunks at three hundred. I had the opportunity to buy Bored Eight at zero point zero eight. My friend bought about five. Me too. So, I had the opportunity. Um, I just try not to think about it. <laughs> but yeah, it is, yeah, let's think about the good opportunities coming. Right? <laughs> but um, I think 
Brendan, I think it's so important for you to, I mean, we, I know we touched on, we joked about it in regards to um, demographic, but it's, 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 so, it's so important for people to see people that look like themselves in the space, mm-hmm. diversity, a female, a black female, an older, mm-hmm. an older uh, female in the space mm-hmm. and doing so well and doing so much great things and showing that it's, it's, it's show, the reason why I think it's important because it's showing that it's, it's level playing grounds for everybody. Like, I'm not ahead of you because mm-hmm. you've gone in there, everyone's at their time, you spend your time and you learn and you can mm-hmm. take advantage of the opportunities. And I feel like people like yourself, me, other people need to come in and show like this is a chance, the chance in a lifetime that we, if you if we miss the internet, this is the new thing. Like the, and it may, this may not happen again. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so we need to take advantage. So I want you to touch on how important do you think that is in regards to what you've seen coming from a banking background to what is going on now to the opportunity and how you see the space. How, what's your approach? Um, glad you, you mentioned that. Um, I, I've noticed that when my story went viral, most people who reached out to me was so excited. They were like, oh my God, a black woman in crypto and she's actually doing well because the ones they've seen or the one the stories they hear is about crypto being a scam, you know, people losing money to Bitcoin mm-hmm. and everybody's so cautious about it. So for you to see, uh, you know, someone, a female, especially because this industry also has been um, at the forefront of it was all, you know, white male and um, a lot of people that got invested into Bitcoin early that were actually doing well, or even Ethereum were all, you know, mostly, mostly um, uh, 90% was white males. So to see a, a, a woman of color and, um, and doing well, uh, they have really sent me some messages that have really um, humbled me, like how inspired they are. Moms telling their daughters, just make sure you follow her on Twitter or you just uh, join her Twitter spaces because she's not only doing this by herself, but she's doing it with her daughters. So we've been uh, championed as a family, as a crypto family. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that brings me to tell you, I have the, the documentary. Uh, there's a documentary that reached out to us from a, a big news, um, you know, big station. And they want to do follow us for four days, um, a day, our li- day in our lives, or, you know. Because they, they don't see they don't see this too often. And I when I left my banking job, I just was like, I just want to do this for me and most of uh, the underrepresented, all the underrepresented that don't see the opportunity. They will see it when I get in. And I know I knew I was gonna do well. I knew I was gonna do well. I had no doubts, if or ends about it. I just knew I was gonna do well. And I think that's the mindset most people need to have when they get into crypto. Yeah, I, I agree. You got to have some kind of vision. You definitely got to have belief. Things are fast yeah. paced. Things are changing. You got to be mm-hmm. open to learn. You got to be yeah. open minded. Mm-hmm. Not everything's going to make sense. Not everything's going to make sense. I'll be I'll be honest with you. Not everything makes sense to me. Like as much as I spent all my time with everything makes sense. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm like, uh, my daughter says, "Mom, there's something on Avalanche you need to get." I'm like, "How do I get Avalanche?" I'm only still trying to figure out Ethereum and Binance, and and now you want to throw Avalanche at me. And then I, I figured out Solana. I got to get Phantom Wallet, and so I got the Phantom Wallet. And now, uh, now I gotta do Avalanche because this other token is really good on Avalanche. So it's really interesting how fast you adapt um, when you want to, when you know that this is just you know once in a lifetime opportunity. So to, to, is this going to the more more onto the NFT? <laughs> airspace of it um sorry about that. T- t- no no problems t- tell me about your introduction in regards to getting in, getting to the advisor level like this is one thing I'm, I'm questioning how do you get to become an NFT advisor that's and interesting <laughs> <laughs> right everybody's like how <laughs> uh it's it's uh so last year 2020 I um I met the organizers of the BTC Miami and, you know, they asked us to volunteer. I did. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'll just, you know, take a week or two from my work, you know, and I'm going to go. So when I got over there, they loved my personality. They were like, okay, you're just going to walk all the big wigs on stage. So 
I had the opportunity to walk all the big wigs on stage. I was, you know, making sure Floyd May Mayweather them are taking care of what they go on stage. They got their water, they got everything. So everybody was like, who's that over there? That's Crypto Mom, Crypto Mom. And then they asked, you know, people ask me, what are you, what's your background? And I'm like, finance. So a lot of these people that were going on stage, um, I kept in touch with some of them, um, founders of projects. And uh, they saw how active I am on Twitter and the, the kind of um, answers I was giving and the questions and the, you know, the information I was giving to uh, projects or even people, just you know, my tweets. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I was having a lot of them approach me because my daughter had did a, a NFT uh, collaboration for Mick Jagger, the Mick Jagger NFT. Okay. She was involved in that. And that project was bringing other NFT projects to her. And she would be like, I'm actually doing this with my mom. I'm not doing this. Everybody sees me, but my mom's actually in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you that's were... how it came about. Yeah. So the projects would reach out to my daughter and, okay. uh, and she would say, actually, my mom is the one that's giving me all this information. So, so then they started reaching out to me and um, then came Boss Beauties. Uh, Boss Beauties was a really big one. Then came Women and Weapons. Then it came, yes, I believe. And then they just started. And then some, you know, a few celebrities started reaching out like, hey, can we, can you advise us on this? Can you advise us on that? So I was like, okay, I guess I'm an expert. So that's. <laughs> Why that's not? Because I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm always very um, wary about using expert and so on. And yeah. The reason why I say that is because things change so much, so quickly. So I would say, that, how can you be an expert? But regardless of it you, you you're you're establishing a space and you got the you got the the experience where the reason a lot of people with experience working on projects having knowledge of crypto having knowledge of finance so i feel the good you've got a good combination of everything and obviously you're delivering because you see that you've got the women and weapons um that was gary v was tweeting yeah about he, he loves that he loves that project yeah and, <laughs> and it was you and your two daughters it's cynthia and Amani. Yeah, I've been on all, all the projects. I've been, been on all the projects. Yeah. So it's a powerhouse, like it's <laughs> it's a crew of the it is literally the crypto family. If you get it is a crypto family, but to God be the glory, it's on it's nobody but God. And to be honest with you, I don't really start, I don't I didn't want to start referring to myself as DeFi uh, uh, expert. I was just advisor. But then I started looking around and I'm like, uh, okay, these people who are calling themselves experts, yep. they got into crypto right after I like. A year after I did, and they'll be here. They got newsletters. They're giving advice. They got yes, they got their whole nine yards telling everybody what to do. I'm like, yeah. y'all listen. Y'all got here before I did. I mean, after I did. So how are you an expert? I'm I'm be the expert now. <laughs> you know what? I don't blame you. I don't blame because I see I see it myself, and and it, yeah, it's true. A lot of people claim that to be experts. I guess you've got to kind of back it up by what you're doing and how long you've been in. How, okay, so what makes, okay, let me ask you a question. What do you think makes you credible or makes somebody, but don't base it on yourself. What makes somebody credible in a space mm -hmm. to you? Is it, what, is it what's in their wallet or is it down to the length of time, how involved they're in the, within the community, to their knowledge, to what content they're putting out? What would you say makes someone credible? I have seen that uh, some people who actually came in, like came in uh, 20, 21 right when you know like april mm -hmm. um some of them went really deep into crypto and uh like someone like zinica i i didn't know that he got into into nfts um last year like around a april i thought he's been doing this for years mm -hmm. so he got into the space he went really deep you know he got his knowledge level into crypto well someone like you know digital art chick she's very good well-versed she knows the space you know more than most females that i know so i don't think it has to do with length of time i used to think it has to do with length of time but it's i think the passion that someone has mm -hmm. for the space and how much time they put in it and learn this space because you know they can come in do something successful send out uh, uh you know Send out a few tweets and everybody says, yeah, you know what? That's an expert. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, it's funny. I think that I just thought it's a good question to ask on yourself because I think it's, it is to have, because things can go viral. So people mm -hmm. can get popular real quick. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, it's like, I think, and I'm asking not more for myself, but more so for anybody that's entering a space for looking for people that are, are credible, because that's something, for example, NFT talks myself, what I, I, what we've set out to do is kind of put content out there and mm-hmm. be around and connect and bring value to the community and people entering the space. Like having people like yourself on is going to be a value to the NFT community and people on boarding so they can connect to you. So, um, mm-hmm. and somewhere they can trust because you're visible, you're here, you're active, you're, you're speaking, you're, you're, you don't hide behind any any curtains or anything like that. You, you're I'm not on the near <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> so, I'm not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, that, so that's, I think that's also important, showing your face. Um, mm-hmm. So people got somebody can, they can relate and say, okay, that's Crypto Mom and, and, so, like, and so on. That was the case when you went to the event, wasn't it? When people started seeing you and yeah when they saw me and usually uh, like I, I i don't use avatars i use i use my face um so they see a person of color and she's you know they don't see a lot and by the way there's so many impersonators on twitter it's crazy it's crazy how many people think crypto mom um is coming people i'm not <laughs> these impersonators on twitter pretending to be me that's not that's not me but yeah know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when my, when, when people started reaching out to me and they were like, um, oh, we love to hear you and, you know, to hear from you and your daughters, like, how did you, how did you guys just decide you want to be a crypto family? We didn't even plan for it to be a crypto family. We just, I did, like Imani was supposed to go to college. She graduated uh, May, 2020. And she saw how well her sister was doing. And she's like, mom, I think I'll take a leap here. So yeah. the leap year ended up being, oh, mom, I think I'm going to do crypto full time. So, wow. so t- shout, shout out to your daughters, man. I know that they're doing amazing things. Obviously, they're obviously helped to get you into the space and now you're working together, yeah. which I think is amazing. So just touch on, I know they're not in, obviously, on the podcast, but touch on what they're doing and the kind of things they're doing at the moment. Um, Cynthia and, okay, so both of them are advising the projects we're advising right now we're obviously on a project that a lot of they were two years ago they would never have thought i would be advising on board dealers because i'm not in i don't smoke weed you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so they were like mom just because you don't smoke weed doesn't mean you don't understand you know the utility behind it and they were walk, they were telling me, you know, there's, you know, how the utility behind you, the social causes of how they are using the, you know, twenty uh, percent to for legal funds for the people who are incarcerated because of, you know, of obviously um, weed offenses that, you know, and, okay. and in certain certain states weed is legal and those people are still sitting in jail. So mm. uh, that spoke to me and I was like, that's really, you know, we, we really need to showcase that they're, they're doing that. So yeah, I got on the project and they got so excited. <laughs> what, may, what, what, uh, what is it that a project has to have um, to get you on board? Uh, what, what is it, what kind of projects do you look out for? Like, is it something that's, to have to have a certain yeah, I think to be honest with you, it's usually the founders. I, I vibe if I vibe well with the founders and if I know they have utility, I'm going to I've turned down so many in the last month though, but um it's usually the utility behind it. And a lot of people are like, well, when board apps came by, they didn't have any utility or mutant apps, there was no utility. They the utility came after the fact. But I, I like, if you see Boss Beauties, I liked what uh, Lisa had been doing for the past nine years. She had, she was, um, she had, um, you know, my social canvas and she was helping women it, bring more young women into, into tech and um, women and weapons. Um, Sarah, when she reached out to me, I mean, you gotta love Sarah. If you meet her, she's, she's very lovable. And uh, we just started laughing when she told me she's in Dallas, Texas. I'm like, man, you're only four hours away. I can drive to you. We can just chill and have fun. So I vibed really well with them. And then even, yes, I believe, um, yes, I believe was, you know, bringing young people into uh, tech. Yeah. Uh, I had met uh, I had met the founder in Miami uh, during BTC conference. So the projects that and even the ones that we have now, like board dealers, uh, uh, Rasta, the founder, uh, we vibed really well on Twitter Spaces. The next one is members of the of, of the Metaverse, and uh, that one's gonna be really big. We have a few 
big names involved in that one. So usually it's the vibe, honestly. It's it's just um even the pungents. I did help the pungents. Um that okay. was actually I, I look and a lot of founders are like, well, we are just we we're just as chill as the founders that you you're talking to, but why are you saying no to our projects? I'm so stretched out this time. <laughs> yeah. I have Don't take it personal. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have projects all the way to 2022 December. Honestly, I'm really busy. Now, she, so, I, I believe that. I mean, like I said, we spoke last year. We're just getting on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and so that know. went by so fast. Can you believe? Was it like October? Yeah, it, oh, was, no. yeah, it was. No, I think it was October. I think it was October we spoke. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that went by quick. <laughs> it went quick. It went quick. So do you only work with PFP projects then? Like, or was it... Have you worked? Are you working on anything else rather than people like maybe? Obviously, I know that your daughter's got the digital fashion background, um, music NFTs, sporting entertainment NFTs. Are these are you getting into that? So I'm actually a, an owner of a DeFi project, and that came about uh, October of last year. Also, so bundles bets, uh, crypto yeah, sports trading, uh, yeah, crypto tr- um, sports betting platform. And a lot of people are like, okay, so now DeFi. So I, I was an investor in that project. I was, mm-hmm. was uh, the founder is a very good friend and he was doing very well with NFTs. He just decided, you know what? I'm going to focus on NFTs and I'm going to be, you know, having you take over this project. And mm-hmm. we did everything we had to do to, you know, switch ownership and I took over the project. So right now the girls are work, uh, they are actually, um, focusing on what we're doing advising projects and marketing for other projects yeah and they are also helping with you know the project that we own right now which is um the crypto uh i mean that it's a crypto it's a DeFi and DeFi. uh it's both sports and crypto betting so, so, so is, it, is it got nfts into it's got nft integration though hasn't it so it's is that right you've got you're going to integrate nfts we will that. eventually yeah. yeah so one thing i've noticed is that um there wasn't too many sports betting I, I didn't even know that there was any when when um when we got the project it was just crypto you know it was just crypto uh um prediction we were just yeah, yeah. doing crypto prediction and then you know at that point people are like we need something with more fire we need mm-hmm. and then i was talking to a friend joseph who's been my business partner and dan um and he's a former professional poker player so he brought this uh, huh a famous poker player he's a former professional no not me oh oh he's not uh, he's a famous one he's, he's a famous one dan oh is he fam- i he wasn't re- he wasn't i wouldn't say famous but okay, he was, okay okay All right. but he played professionally for mm. a while. he still plays on and off and he brought the idea to me and he's like, why don't we turn this into a sports betting platform mm-hmm. and incorporate um, all kinds of sports, cricket, soccer, NBA, NFL. And when we saw the community, man, that token flew from $5 to like $40 in like, mm-hmm. it went by so fast. They were so hyped. So we started building. We got the devs, that same devs that build um, Blocktopia, Sin City, we got them to work. We're like, hey, we're ready to launch. We're ready to launch. So um, that should be, the pool should be ready by February. I was hoping before Super Bowl so that we can be <laughs> up and running. <laughs> yeah, man, like it's, like I said, there's a lot of, um, especially around sports and entertainment, you've seen all like the crypto.com and Binance and all these companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting around these sports. It's going to be big. How do yeah. we, the, the, they did the, the um, I think what's Galatasaray uh, Cup finals and whatnot, and they are on the board. So they're advertising and people are starting to see it now. And the, I think obviously that's going to be a perfect opening for yourself, isn't it? Kind of take it Yeah. Down. And actually when you mentioned Galatasaray, my daughter, um, my daughter got that offer to do their marketing last year because she knows, um, uh, she knows the, the capital sports, she knows team. Okay. <laughs> and um and when he looked at the projects we were working with he's like oh, oh man y'all are so busy i don't think you'll have time to do this because it needed a lot of work yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm happy that they um they, they incorporated nfts and they're into crypto uh, i just think a lot more teams are gonna especially when um uh tom brady partnered with ftx yeah it's autograph you know? is it called is that is that the is that the platform's called is that is that you what know, that, I, that's 
that's um that's what uh the, the yeah that's what the platform's called yeah i think so. i'm sure it is yeah tom Brady. and it's that's to do with sporting and nfts isn't it and the, the signing of cart like signing like collectibles almost like i i don't know if it's collectibles but i just know yeah i just know he's an investor he became one of their their main investors in in okay. that one yeah <laughs> yeah okay cool so along with obviously you're doing so much things what would you if okay obviously you've got you you've helped with nft projects now advice wise um just on a what kind of projects are out there are out there now that you would recommend people to get not financial advice just a little just a little just a little, no, <laughs> just a little. i like how you say that just a little not financial I, but just a little. <laughs> um these are projects that i'm actually i have my eyes on it's going to be the first options trading platform that one's going to launch this quarter um on avalanche um arrow markets is the name on twitter and there's no one i actually the telegram is only about maybe less than a thousand people but i think that one's going to do really well i know some big time um name big big uh, big name uh, invested in that one uh for seed round a so I think they have a pre-sale coming up soon. We should, I mean, they'll announce it on their Twitter. Um, okay. Another one that I'm looking at and I'm actually partnered with, so okay. <laughs> I may be a little bit biased, <laughs> is TCG, uh, TCG Coin. Uh, I think it's TCG2 on CoinGecko. Now they're building a metaverse and I think theirs is going to rival Decentraland or even Sandbox, but uh, they have some really cool... Um, uh, I, I like I like how they're they're building the metaverse. Looks really really cool. I'm, I even own an, a residence in in that one as well. <laughs> Is there any NFT projects or like maybe PFP projects that you're looking into, or, or you not even you're looking into? Just say that you've seen doing great. You think look that I think they're doing great things. Oh yeah, obviously I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say. Um, Obviously, Board Dealers is launching this Saturday, but I know Women and Weapons is doing really good things, and um, I know I'm on the team, so I'm obviously again, you know, <laughs> keeps, keeps everything in close. You're not recommending yeah, yeah. Do any projects that you're not involved with that you can say exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, so Boss Builders is doing cool stuff, um, which I mean, there's, I, I, I think, I think honestly, I think Board Dealers is going to be kind of kind of blown up like board apes maybe i'm over saying this but okay. that that project is going to do really well um i'm I, i'm i'm almost i'm so sure it will do well because mean? they have they have very good utility and and that that aspect of in real life utility of the weeds weed industry is on top so they're going to do really well are you, are you able to talk a little bit about it about the utility are you able to talk about it now or can you, can you um, watch? Is it, <laughs> <is> it, <laughs> so I think okay. So the utility to for kind of, board to kind, of give, to kind of give people an idea what the project is about because I know we've kind of I thought like we've kind of touched on it and not said enough about it. So I'm just anyone that's kind of listening and thinking, well, well I want to know what is what is it what is it about? Why is it going to be? Hey, so, hey, hey, like, just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to just invest in the in the NFT like they did board uh, like like the board. We, we didn't even care what board April was doing. Well, what are they going to show us? We just know we're gonna go on a yacht. We're gonna go on a yacht, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy it because we're gonna go on a yacht. Yeah. But uh, board dealers, um, I know they'll have some, um, and this is obviously for the people who are into, um, who are into smoking. I know they get twenty percent at, mm -hmm. at all dispensaries anywhere in the world. I know yeah. they have it delivered. Um, I know they bought. They just acquired fifteen acres in Sacramento. They're going to offer jobs to people who are coming. You know, sometimes people get out of jail and their records are messed up and they can't get jobs. They're going to offer jobs. They're going to have gro jobs for as growers. Mm -hmm. um, so I know he has actually secured the 15 acres. Uh, five has been already uh, paid for up front. Wow. So uh, he's the, he flew down from Dubai. He's just actually he landed into LA, the founder. Uh, Rasta, he goes by Ghost DeFi. This guy has done so well in DeFi. Yeah. Um, and that's that, that's the name Ghost DeFi. But Ghost DeFi, he used to be one of the top ten investors in a lot of DeFi projects. Um, mm. he was one of the you know top investors in Hex. He did so well in Hex. He's made good money. He's a smart guy, smart yeah. smart guy. So he knows what he's doing with with uh the board dealers. He has a uh, a lot of things secured for the project. I'm very very bullish on that one. 
it's uh, that's why I'm really interested now. I think this year we're going to get a lot of people that are come from a business background mm-hmm. and creating projects in this space, which is going to be really interesting. Is it is it, how is it going to work? Because I think they're going to take there's some things that projects that are being created like last year that didn't you just kind of creating a concept but could not deliver. Whereas there's credible people entering the space now that have got be, are able to deliver on what they're saying. But are no, they for real. But are they going to connect with the community? Like, I think that's the the balance. Like, there's still a disconnect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, okay. So last year, I I saw some very successful Web two people come into Web three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say one example is Divine Anarchy. He mm-hmm. did his done so well in um, social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Young kid, I would say young. To me, anybody that's my daughter's age is young kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are very successful multimillionaires. So he came in and did Divine Anarchy. Um, and it, it's doing well. I mean, the floor price is doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, came from Web 2 and had to learn everything about Web 3. So he found out that Web 3 needs more community. You got to be engaged. You got to stay with the community. You got to be on all social media. Network effects are so important. Because guess what? The people that keep your floor price up are those, you know, those nice. the community. So yeah, yeah he, he's one example that did well, but I know there are many more who are looking and eyeing the space uh, from a web two angle coming into web three. Okay, so what, what do you feel that this year is gonna bring um, for the NFT space in regards to different industries? Um, like, in, okay, obviously we've been folk, very focused on art it's been driven by art a lot of it mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. projects or just actual digital arts but obviously there is the different aspect what you touched on is entertainment sports music ticketing um gaming digital fashion um data health sector like what do you think is going to be the next big thing or what are you excited about more so I think real estate is going to be the next big thing obviously yeah. we know that music it's going to disrupt music music um I have a friend uh, who's also, again, very successful, been successful in um, in uh, DeFi, made really good money in DeFi, and now he's doing music NFTs. Um, so a lot of rappers or a lot of musicians that have reached out to my daughter and I for advice, they, they, they don't understand this NFT thing, how they can get out. So we have, we're explaining to them that it's just you getting rid of the middleman. And a lot of these record companies are going to go out of business <laughs> because yeah. people are going to open their eyes to why do I need a record company? And I can just go straight to, you know, straight to the, um, to the consumer. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's very eye-opening for a lot of industries. Uh, the one that I'm really excited about is real estate because real estate is so behind on everything and they're slow to adapt to change. But I have noticed there's a project that's coming in and it's going to disrupt. It's going to blow them off and they're going to be surprised. Okay. They didn't see it coming. <laughs> when, when you say real estate, do you mean real estate in regards to digital real estate, like in the metaverse? Or do you mean like fractional ownership, um, smart contracts in regards to mortgages, that kind of thing? NFTs yeah. in regards to owning a house? Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, no, not the digital. The digital metaverse is that. That's already. That's a done deal. That's yeah. it. That's that's booming already, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I mean, it's the beginning of the boom. So people can still get in and get their Ethereum towers or get their little apartments in in mm-hmm. uh, Sandbox or Decentraland. The one I'm talking about is um, being able to get a mortgage uh, in crypto. I mean, getting crypto and um, and and your title being on a blockchain. Yeah, like, that's what. That's the yeah. thing is that's that's how I explain to uh, a lot of say people my age that own houses. That's what an NFT is. It's almost like mm-hmm. it's a deed of a house, a deed yes. of a house. Instead of being yes. land of registry, it's on the blockchain and it's yes. transparent and it takes a, it's, it's trustless because we we can if you wanted to buy a house now with three four five of the investors you would want to have some kind of relationship with them and some trust before you could do that. Yeah. Doing yeah. It with an NFT, you'd be mm-hmm. able to fractionalize it. It kind of takes away that you can do it and you can trust it because you, you're going to have your piece and they can do whatever they want their piece, which I think is great. Yeah. 
And that, that, that's amazing because like, if you see in real estate here, even on title, when I was working in, um, uh, when I had my mortgage company, we had to go research uh, deeds. If, if, if you wanna buy a house from me, I wanna go back up to the 1900s and I'm looking in these big old books. They just uh, went digital maybe in the last two years to where now every, the title records are digital. Back when I was researching this in the 90s, I mean, in the early 2000s, everything was in a big old book and it went back to the 1800s to make sure I've been, you know, this is the succession of the owners. Mm -hmm. So now all this stuff is going to be on a blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, and I can, you know, get you an NFT. This is the NFT showing you on the home and that's it. And I'm also, I also talked to one lady that's actually working on getting an open sea like marketplace for real estate. Okay. So it's, <laughs> it's like, so actually buying real real estate in the real world, but, um, but it's on OpenSea. You said it's an NFT on there, yeah? Yeah, more, yeah. they're kind of making like the, a marketplace. Yeah. A marketplace. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah, marketplace like OpenSea. Like, yeah, okay. like OpenSea, but for real, like, you know, property owners that want to just sell their property on without the realtor, just on the, you know. You know, I think it's going to take for that to happen. I think mm -hmm. it's going to take for um, a developer, a building developer to build maybe a plot of have a plot of land and build houses on there and only sell them through nfts yeah and and to be and rather than individual houses rather than individual houses it's got to be an area that every house yeah, yeah. Is owned by NFTs, yeah. <laughs> no no i agree i agree uh there's a pro and i was just talking to um my daughter my, mm. my daughter has my daughter's boyfriend actually he's he's down there in in, in london and okay. he i was asking him hey i can't wait to buy a house and pay crypto like just pay pay in bitcoin and pay in ethereum like why do i have to change put like a hundred thousand and try and figure out how to i can move it in fiat it's just yeah. a lot you know what i'm saying especially if you're buying a home in if you're buying if you want a home in like five hundred thousand, so now you have to move your ethereum into you know it's just yep. a lot and he said oh no you know what mom um they already have a company in la that is accepting uh, crypto, but you have to buy this, their homes. You have to buy this particular home mm. that they're building, yes. and that's the only way you can pay. In, you can pay them in crypto. Yes, so, that, that, that would make sense. But it's funny that you're saying, like, coming from the banking uh, industry, and you're saying, and you're asking questions that you you may not have asked before. Now you're into the decentralized space. You're like, why do I have to do this to set to buy this, and like, why do I have to do that when these are things we've been doing for years, but we've never exactly. Questioned. Because it's just the way we do it. But now there's we've we've got other options and we see it. And I think that's going to be the case for the masses when they actually understand of what you can do with crypto and how easy it is and and the use cases. They're going to go, why have I been doing this for the last how many <laughs> how many yeah, years? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, why hasn't someone just started a, a you know a, a, a company where you're like okay I'll just give me your fiat and I'll give you bitcoin and you can pay for this home mm -hmm. so yeah I have two acres I'm looking at in my area and and um and I don't want to move that money to fiat but I may have to just to you know to buy it that's the thing yeah yeah okay yeah. well this is it's it's all in good time so um what is there any do you collect art first of all do you collect do art? I do what collect nft art do you collect anything do you, you have nfts you collect I'm a um, the projects that I uh, they actually in, uh, advise I I buy the art yes okay but you don't do you haven't got anything you're not an art collector you not, is it nothing so you, obviously uh, is there anything out there that you're, you're not involved with that you're collecting not like my daughters no no I'm still not a vegan that much I'm still <laughs> <laughs> I thought you yeah. would have been involved. I thought you'd been very active in regards to collecting because you're you're around a lot of projects you got approached you get approached by a lot of projects so it's also as anything you're out there as so you don't really like so why is it why don't you if you're so involved and, and you're doing this why why don't you good you you, you know i knew that question was gonna come right <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to catch you out i'm just asking i'm just asking <laughs> yeah yeah i get asked that uh, sometimes i uh, i just laugh but um to me a collector is someone like my friend who has 200 you know mm -hmm. nfts and he looks for a next project and um, drop it on drop space or anywhere. And he's like, okay, I'm going to get that. To yeah. me, that's a collector. Just, um, um, and then also I'm not, so I don't know that I would be a collector. I would be more like a flipper. 
Okay, cool. Because cool. I don't know why I'm holding them for more than six months unless it's on one I'm advising on and I'll be advising on for a very long time. Mm. Uh, otherwise, I'm just not... I'm, I'm not like, again, I'm not like my daughters. They, oh, they like to collect. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself in use, being in the metaverse and using the metaverse and being putting these VR goggles on or if we do VR and, go, and going into these spaces and, and spending lots of time? Because you, you, you're in this world now. You're in this DJ world. You're saying you're not totally, but you're in this world. You're active. You're involved with projects. Now, as things go on, as, we, as we've been talking about, we're, eventually we're going to be surrounding this immersive tech and we're going to be in the, in, the, in the metaverse. Are you going to be active in that? Are you going to be there? Are you going to, is that something you're interested in? Or you're like, mm, I'm not really, <laughs> I still want to stay in the real world. <laughs> no, actually, I think um, there are times when I, I I've seen, I've seen uh, what TCG World was, has done. And mm -hmm. uh, one of my, one of my uh, neighbors in the, in the, in this metaverse is yeah. uh, Wall Street Bets. Uh, you know, okay. Wall Street Bets. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw his residence and I saw how cool it is. And, I, and, you know, they told me, hey, this is going to be your residence next year. And I told my daughters, actually, I see myself spending time in my Metaverse residence. <laughs> Are you looking to improve the house? Is that it? Are you in? Is it, is it I don't know. I, I, house? I, I, improve it? I, I may, but I think my husband uh, may. My husband is one of those people that just, you know, watches from the sidelines sometimes. Yeah. But then he, when he gets it, when he sees I'm having fun. Then he's like, okay, now I want to, I want to do it. And then he gets more involved than me. So I'm thinking metaverse, he's going to go in deeper than I, and we're just going to be like, okay, we, we, we both are going to find it fun. So yeah. You know what, as I'm asking that question, I'm getting scared myself because I'm at home, my partner, uh, she's always changing things in the house. And like, if you have a house in the metaverse, she's going to want to change things there and in the real world. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be a headache. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you're like no i just don't need all this change in the metaverse just keep it the way it is and we're good <laughs> yeah, the reason why i asked because i mean um i'm spoke obviously you know krista kim and she created the first digital house that sold for 500 dollars uh, what was her name krista kim she's a if you come across her she's 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 she's, an, she's doing uh, she's doing quite well in the space she sold the first digital house for five hundred thousand dollars it's called mars's house you come across it. So she send me her Twitter. I'll, when, when I'll we send you that over. I'll make sure I send it over. Uh, you, you've definitely probably come across her. Probably, um, yeah. But then, like I said, she's got you can go and view that house and spend time in that house now. And she I've got I got access to it the other day and whatnot. And I was I was really excited because all this this house was there and it was sold for this much money. And it's almost like I almost got that feeling I was really going to wow. an actual house like I'd go into a mansion. Like that's the feeling I got. And I thought, well, hold on, it's only it's all graphics is not real, but I still got that feeling <laughs> just because wow. it's that much. so it's interesting. It's really interesting mm -hmm. that how in, how involved you can get, even though it's not actually physically there. I, I mean, I think, I think it just bring, it just reels you in, you know, yeah. like, the, like buying NFTs. I, I think people who are collectors, are you, I, I, some of them are really addicted. I don't know if they, if yeah, they yeah. know when to stop. <laughs> Is that how they met them? <laughs> I don't know, know that true. they know how to when when to stop. <laughs> yeah, maybe it could be a case. Is it? It is quite addictive. Okay, before, we'll touch on this just slightly. Mental health is one thing I do bring up a lot in the NFT space. I don't know if you see my posts. Mental health, stress, FOMO, uh, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether you, um, from different different areas. If you're entering the space, you see artists doing really well selling even if people you may know and they're selling lots of stuff and and you're trying to get your out of there and you can't sell it that can stress you out trying to get yeah. into these whitelists these pfp projects and you, you're not getting on the whitelist and then they're selling out and you're not getting it at the mint <laughs> price that can stress you out um, yeah like not being a part seeing how well bored apes done and then and you knew you could have been a part of it and you're like if i just got that can stress you out like it's just there's so many things that and everything's just fast paced moving very fast sometimes i think you just got to kind of take a break and like you've done is kind of, I feel like you've kind of focused on what you were doing. And that's why you haven't brought any other, anything else. I will buy this because I'm investing my time in this and you can't, you can't give your energy to everything because you'll spread yourself too thin and you'll burn yourself out. <laughs> that is actually well said. I like how you say that. Yeah. Because re remember that when we go to sleep with the U S 
you guys are waking up australia is waking up yeah. asia is waking up so you are waking you you're going to sleep thinking well what else is going to come about when i'm asleep and yeah. your mind thinking maybe i should have gotten that before asia wakes up so <laughs> so 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 the best thing to do is just um and I've, there were times i got um i was spreading myself too thin and i was like no um and even in defi defi is especially ever evolving new tokens coming up every day um so i know people with 20 tokens and i cannot be that person i just need two or three that are doing well or four and that's it mm -hmm. um, i've done five at one point but i i don't let it get to be too much because then i lose track and i lose focus and i want to keep up with everything and yeah no at my age i need to look cute i'm not trying to stress <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. I, that, I, i can agree that that's fine i mean that's that's fair advice just before we round it up uh, Renee what i want you to do is kind of can you how would you explain to a friend of yours and the same reason I'm saying like um how would you explain to my mom about to get into the nft space because if she if i'm saying it she's look i'm just yeah you're younger than me and whatever i'm not getting involved but how would you explain <laughs> to my mom so i can play it back to her <laughs> and say look that okay, the, re so, the reason why she should look into this nft okay so so your your mom would be probably my age mate right I probably yeah yeah I mean I'm I'm 36 so oh, I'm you 36. Yeah yeah okay I'm I mean, I... <laughs> She might be older. Look young, John. Thank you thank you thank you. <laughs> so um I would say uh, and and I have people my daughter's friends telling me hey so and so's mom says reach out to them. Okay. Um so I would tell moms especially you know I mean our girls like i have girls um and they're leaving the house very soon they've left they've come back um their boyfriends live in europe so they go visit and they leave me alone for 3 4 months <laughs> you know so i like what i do and i like working with them but there are times that i need my brain to get energized with something that's going to keep me young you know when they are not around my brain needs to stay young i want us do things um that keep me going that drive me wake me make me want to wake up excited i still want to feel life is life is is you know like i'm enjoying life like a 20 and 30 year old because sometimes we get older and we settle and we say uh, oh yeah you know i'm 40 i'm 50 i can do it no I think that just allows us to be complacent to just be like no I'm I'm good with that but no I at 74 my dad learned how to download a, a digital wallet how to get ethereum well even you know my daughter his granddaughters walked him through it um and you know sometimes he just sits and looks at his coinbase wallet some you know and I say hey dad send me your ethereum address so I can send you some ethereum If my dad is 74 and he gets excited about stuff like that he really wakes up excited the only thing we tell him is not to touch any other stuff because we don't even want him to get metamask because you know this you know scams in metamask and my dad gets excited he say oh somebody is trying to offer me this oh yeah and then yeah. <laughs> so i we tell him no stay on one stay on this and don't look anywhere else and if anybody dms you don't you know and he's not even on twitter but he's able to get that digital asset so i think staying young um mm. uh, is good and learning mm -hmm. learning new things keeps us young keeps us motivated keeps us going it's and i just think it's um and if it can be passive income why yeah. not why not try it i think that's a, a very important point staying young step, keeps you relevant and makes you feel like you you've got some sort of value because i feel like probably i mean you can base it on when the internet came around and social media came around when it first came around parents were like oh i don't know how to use that i don't want to send an email is very like push push back where we i think everyone just needs to embrace what's going on and mm -hmm. get involved where they can and i think we're at this early point of the nft space is what you can create whatever you're interested in it's not just one thing like mm -hmm. it isn't just saying okay it's just art if you're interested in music that's great let's do something there if you're interested in fashion you do something there if you're inter interested in taking photos you still could do something there i'm seeing in mm -hmm. a t projects i don't know if you see it of that i don't know where he was from um what he took the selfies 
Understand yeah. what it is and just try it out and things may go well. If it doesn't go well, what you got to lose, you got nothing to lose. Exactly. <laughs> and and what, what do you have to lose? And and for your mom, you know what? And what that's what I did with my family. Um, I gifted them. You give them something mm. um, and let it sit in their wallet for three, four months and then tell them, hey, look at what I sent you three months ago. And when they see the value, okay, let them see the value when they get it and let them see the value after they get it for three, four months. And they're like, well, that's how much I make a month. How did you do that? You know, yeah. like, I mean, this is, you just bought me this one thing and I made as, as much as um, I would make in a month. So that was eye-opening for my siblings. Like, mm. wait a minute, my wallet just went up to $10,000. They don't see $10,000 um, from any, any, you know, for the jobs they do, they, mm. they obviously get this salary that's not, anywhere close to that so for them to see that much in their wallet their eyes yeah. pop up even more so i think for me gifting nfts to family members and friends is how to bring them in and not even nfts just tokens just sending them hey hold this token and um yeah and wait on it okay i think that's a a good way to kind of round it off is like to how to onboard people because i think that's something very important as well as we talk about exciting things we need people to join. We want people to understand what it is. So education, onboarding people safely, and the most that you can start within your circle. And why not onboard your family? If you're an investor, mm. if you're involved in NFTs, think about how you can get your family involved. So that's a good thought. I'm going to think about doing that for my mom and sending her an NFT so she can kind of see the growth. And then yeah. um, hopefully yeah. she can take, find, at least try and find an interest uh, to look at it. get a board deal on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> That one's gonna go up. <laughs> is she gonna say why? Why you send me a weed NFT for? I know. <laughs> She's like, and I don't even like the way that guy looks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, okay. So I'm definitely gonna check that out anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, one thing I like to round it off with is, I want to tap into your mind. I want you to visualize in the next, say, say five to ten years, waking up in the morning, and how does the world look with? nfts involved and the metaverse so you wake up in the morning how much how is it how's your day changed involving nfts i'm not just talking advising i'm talking how it how everything is evolved from fashion to tickets to metaverse traveling to the metaverse to jobs to communicating so 10 years from now i in most cases um will need nfts to get into events mm -hmm. definitely will need nfts to get into events um the music industry is going to be selling NFTs, their songs in NFTs, of course, um, 10 years from now. A lot of these tokens that are on the blockchain now, um, the ones that the founders have done a good job on will be worth millions in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I think the board apps will probably be, I mean, we know Bitcoin will be obviously doing well, crypto will be doing well, but mm -hmm. NFTs, if you get one with good utility, yeah. oh my God, 10 years from now, you'll be really thankful. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be really thankful you did get in. And for us, for you, Sean, for me, the people who are early in, this, in the industry, I would say pioneers right now in the space, uh, we, you know, if you got in in 2020 or even, or even sooner, you'll definitely be an OG, mm -hmm. uh, but will be remembered for starting this championing this course of nfts and nfts being just regular just like the internet is now you know everybody has access to the internet and in 10 years everybody will have access to nfts um, a lot of us obviously will be you know multi-millionaires and will thank god we did get in when we did mm -hmm. um everybody else will be a multi-millionaire i'll be a billionaire but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that i said you'll be a billionaire so yeah, but that I love. I love the attitude. I love the approach. Um, where where can people find you and contact you? Whether they want you to for advising or just want to 
follow you uh, in regards to what content you're putting out? Oh, okay, so I, my website should be up. It should, it's uh, misscryptomom.com should be up this uh, Friday. Okay. Um, and that's the reason, the reason I, I am going to push my website more is because when my story went viral, I didn't have a website. And um, I was just old school telling people, yeah, find me on Twitter. And then I realized all the scammers are on Twitter imitating me. Um, and then um, on, on LinkedIn as well. And um, no, LinkedIn is good. It's just Instagram's crazy. Instagram is also Miss Crypto Mom. And so anything else that is underscore or um, brandedgentry.fx, those are all scams. So I'm going to probably send people more to my website, Miss Crypto okay. Mom. And um, when is this recording going to be live? We can we can sort that out. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Friday should be ready, and then we have a documentary coming out. Um, that should be on CBS, but I will let you know the dates. Um, okay. uh, I don't know when it's gonna air, but I know they're shooting it this week. But it should be airing sometime in February. But okay. Miss Crypto Mom One on Twitter is the only Twitter I have. The only Twitter with over 35,000 followers is mine. Anything less than 35 is a scammer. Okay, cool. So we watch out for them scammers. But well, there's only one crypto mom. Um, thank you for coming on. <laughs> so kind. <laughs> so much value. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed speaking to you. And I think you're doing great things. You're going to continue to do great things with you and your family. Look forward to seeing the documentary. Uh, so obviously let me know when you, you guys have uh, got that all solidified and whatnot. Um, and yeah, just go follow, just go follow and keep keeping on what Crypto Mom's doing. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you everyone for listening uh, and everyone for watching. Uh, everyone stay listening, stay blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you.